The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello, today on the Email Marketing Show, we're talking about using artificial intelligence to do your email marketing, whether you can, whether you should. We've got some interesting thoughts for you today. Now, before we get into this debate, we've got something that we've put together for you that is completely free and it's very, very cool. See, we know that you want to make more sales from your email marketing. That's why you're here. But you can't make sales if people are not opening your emails, then clicking on the links. That's the important bit. So we've put together 12 really creative ways to get more of the people who are opening your emails to then go ahead and click on those links in every email that you send, from the very next email you send, in fact, with a brand new download that we've put together and we're calling Click Tricks. It's yours free as a listener to this podcast today just head over to emailmarketingheroes.com forward slash tricks and we'll send it to you he can't clean bathrooms we're going to find out more about that in a second it's comedy hypnotist robert temple we've said it before and we'll say it again he has never eaten an egg it's psychological mind reader kennedy a egg Can't clean bathrooms, won't clean bathrooms. Can't. Like, I've, I've, most of my grown-up life, I've had a cleaner come and clean my house because I just want to be doing other things. But during that time, when I didn't, I just can't clean bathrooms. There's all that, like, if you think about, the, right, like, around the back of the toilet where there's pipes and things, like, that, that just ends up dustier than it was when it started. Can't do it. Don't know how to clean baths. I spray the thing, wipe it with the thing. I've seen other people do it. Just can't do it. I have to admit, I did I did sing the wrong words to the theme tune then, and I sang it as, instead of Robin Kennedy can get inside your heads, it became Robin Kennedy, they could eat an egg. <laughs> I don't want to like, put it out there, but that could be the new, they can eat an eat egg. An, but of course, that would, be factually, that would be factually inaccurate at the moment. No, they can't eat an egg. Can, won't. What? One will eat an egg. (laughs) (laughs) Right. The other one. This isn't even in the tune anymore. Anyway, hello. We need to get the Nashville Symphony Orchestra to re-record our uh, theme tune. (laughs) Yes, that was the National. The National. No, the Nashville, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't wasn't really. Um, Don't blame them. If they yeah, exist. I mean, yeah, well. uh, so anyway, we are a stage hypnotist and a psychological mind reader turned email marketing geeks who give course creators like you, course course creators and uh, coaches like you and membership site owners like you, everything that you need to use psychology-driven email marketing and be the email marketing hero in your business, which basically means more sales, more predictably, in less time. With a brand new episode, come on, Rob, every Email Marketing Wednesday. I will get behind the Email Marketing Wednesday cause if you will eat an egg cooked by me or somebody somebody of your choosing. It doesn't have to be me. Anyone. Live on Facebook. Yeah, but it's just never going to fucking happen. I'll get it? behind it, mate. I'll, I'll be there cheering it on with a t-shirt with it on. And don't do it for you. Do it, do it for the Email Marketing Wednesday fans. And with that, please hit subscribe on your podcast player. Uh, I'm never eating an egg. I just I look at that. It's horrendous. Anyway, hit subscribe on your podcast player if you haven't already. Get your 
play around. Hit subscribe if you're new. Hello, welcome. We are going to talk about email marketing if this is not about the weird stuff that Kennedy doesn't eat. Um, but we also thought we'd tell you about why so many people are switching to Keep for their email marketing automation. You see, we've been using Keep as our email marketing platform of choice for more than 12 years each. And we've got four accounts between us because simply it allows you to manage your contacts and build amazing email automations and running your entire marketing and sales system all under one roof and with its new swanky user interface it is super intuitive they're sponsoring this episode of the email marketing show and to get you going even faster when you take your free trial of keep through our special link you'll also get our subscriber re-engagement campaign and our overcoming sales objections campaign that we call the interrogator pre-installed into your account and set up along with some training to help you use it even faster all you need to do to get all of that is take a free trial of keep over at emailmarketingheroes.com slash keep there we go let's get into it let's start this episode oh oh let's let's start this episode then shall we See, where, where, where do we start about AI? I mean, we've been talking about doing this episode for, I think, about a year, and we keep going, I don't think I'm ready yet, but we've been playing with some tools. So, this is the first episode of the ZZ podcast. I am super excited about the new venture and hope that you all enjoy it too. What? Uh, yeah, that's exactly what a, a very heavily advertised artificial intelligence writing tool spat out at me when I typed in. So basically, we got one of these AI writing tools and it spat those words out at me to the introduction to this podcast. And um, what I typed in to see what it would come up with was, welcome to the Email Marketing Show podcast for online course creators and membership site owners. And it came up with the ZZ podcast, a new venture. I mean, absolutely just makes no sense and you whatsoever. want to put that in charge of your email marketing people i'm not sure <laughs> i do yeah i mean we've got some opinions about it um and they might not all be what you think they're gonna be but um because one of the things we want to be really clear about is that this episode is not designed we didn't want to come on here and just be like let's bash some artificial some ai tools they've definitely got their place they have got a place we're going to talk about where that is and uh, but we're going to get into some some issues that we found with them as well and this is not just based on us going well you should definitely write your emails because you know it's got to be you we've done some testing we've played with two or three of these platforms now and we just we've got some opinions right yeah absolutely and so the first problem with these ai tools and and, and it doesn't matter and I, I need to stress this it doesn't matter how good they are right it doesn't matter how you might have the best ai platform in the world and you know that's for you to play with them all and decide which one is the best but if you were to use the best one in the world they all still suffer from the same problem so first of all where can they be used well they can definitely be used for what, what we can consider what we can consider to be really simple copywriting where the stakes aren't massively high so that's things like for example if you've got a membership site or a course and it's got a new video in it and you want the little paragraph that describes what that video is for and why it's good you could pop into one of these tools you could put in a couple of sentences this video will teach this framework that will help you to do this you could hit a button and bear in mind just putting that amount of copy in i've almost done the job mm. like a little bit of tweak and that's done but you could maybe have your virtual assistant do it who may be maybe less copywritten trained could put that in and it would probably spit out five or six options and one of them is probably good enough to put there because again the stakes are not hugely high 
it not con like it's nothing to convert really by the time somebody's got that far they're probably already going to watch that video and therefore there's probably not a lot to do about it but that's about where the limits are it is and basically this all falls down to the fact that the only email they can write i'm obviously going to keep it about email in this show but in general they can only really write about features and benefits that's all they can really do because that's what we're feeding into it this is what the thing does this is the outcome it gets it can just be very linear features and benefit driven the problem is as you know people don't buy just on features and benefits they also buy on emotion right so basically these tools completely are devoid of personality they're devoid of your nuances your isms as we like to call them they don't have any authenticity either because a robot wrote them it can't have authenticity there's basically no pieces of you showing through the cracks and the turns of phrase and the way that they're being expressed they're very sterile they're very perfectly written rather than having any sort of knack about them at, at all so Yes, if you want a basis of features and benefits, then go in and and sort of manoeuvre and, and manicure afterwards, then fair enough. But actually, there's a, there's a bit of an issue with that we're going to come to in a second as well. Now, one of the things that we say a lot is that you don't just want to show up on the internet every single day with another reason to buy my thing, right? You don't just want your emails to be, and did you know that on module three, three minutes in, we talk about this amazing thing, come and buy it now. And then the next day, we're doing a special offer today. When you buy this, you'll get this thing. And then the yeah. next day, we're doing a discount today. So come and buy it today. Would you like to buy it today? You didn't buy it yesterday. And that's what so much email marketing is. So much of email marketing is just bashing people over the head with those offers. And the problem is, that's what these tools can do you can't take it and have it gen perfectly craft a really good compelling interesting story about something that happened to you and what that means for their email marketing you can't have it pull interesting ideas out of the news and turn it into a thing and the truth is one of the biggest objections that people have to doing email marketing one of the biggest struggles that people have is finding the things to write their emails about and the truth is, in order to use these AI tools, you still have to do that bit. You still have to fuel the tool. If you run out of ideas, you've got nothing to feed it. So if you're worried about doing email marketing because, well, I don't know what to write and I don't know how to come up with any ideas or anything, well, AI's not going to save the day for that yet. And of course, all of this is wrapped in the parameters that we're talking right now in early 2022, mid-2022. That's still the case. And I think and I'm not a technical genius at all. I think we are You're not an anything genius. No, exactly. I think we are years away from it, from AI potentially even being able to get close to doing what you could do with some simple stuff. So if you run out of a new ideas and you can't feed anything into the tool, the tool's going to stop working and stop writing good emails, stop writing any emails, right? I tell you what was really interesting, and this was, I was shocked by this. When I bought the first one of these tools to play with, I thought I'll log in, I'll say I've got an email to write about, you know, we've got the league and blah, blah, blah. This is the benefit of it, sell more stuff by email. I thought I'd be able to go in and just write that stuff and it'll hit go and off we go. No, you have to learn how to use the tool. It's like learning how to play an instrument. You can put these parameters in and there's this and there's that it's not a case of clicking a button and it spits out a bunch of stuff that you can use it's not that simple and then once you have learned to use the tool you've still it's going to spit out like 
the one we just tested just now, just that's about the one from before that we read out the earlier earlier in the episode. Um, like it's going to spit out like four or five variations, and then you still after feeding the tool, you've then got to learn how to how to feed the tool in a correct way, and then you've got to sift through all the variations and find the one that's best. And then you've got to go through and sort of tweak it a little bit. There's a lot of work there. The problem is these tools cannot use your personality. They can't use your turns of phrase. They can't express things the way that you would express them. And they can't talk about the personal things that go on in your life. The stuff that we use all the time when we talk about these irreverent references we make, you know, oh, it's a bit like when you were at school and this thing happened. Those kind of metaphors, those stories, those fables, those things that connect people and make them go, I'm just like you. Basically, the most effective copywriting techniques in the world, stories, these tools cannot create. It's impossible because if they did create them, there wouldn't be real stories about you at all. Yeah. And what that means is it can't start to differentiate your product from someone else's by communicating, because it can't understand them, it can't communicate the unique elements of your frameworks and what makes it different and effective. As an example of this, and we'll give you an actual example in a minute, but if we got one of these tools to spit out an email to promote our membership, The League, we would put in uh, the league is a membership site which helps people to do better email marketing with psychology driven email marketing. We would put in something like that. But then if Joe blogs over there, who should teach blogging, not email marketing, but if Joe blogs over there comes along and he puts in, you know, his course, which is called email marketing whiz kids, and he puts that in, basically when he hits the button, it's very likely to spit out very similar emails, probably not word for word. I'm sure it does auto generate them new every time, but they're going to come out pretty similar because it can't know it can't know the five elements that people get in the league and it can't know what's good about those elements it can't know what happened on our hotline coaching call last week and why it should talk about that and why that's important to our audience all it can say is that we help people do email marketing and joe blogs with his email marketing whiz kids course over there teaches email marketing and truthfully with a lot of it if you just swapped our product names around in the emails that it generated the emails would be the same. And so if it can't communicate what your frameworks do, so we've got our uh, adaptive offer framework for how you put together really compelling offers, which if you're in the league, you'll have seen that already. It's inside the battle plan section. We've got that, a whole thing on how to create really compelling offers. Now, other people have their methods and their frameworks of teaching offers. But again, because we can't teach the tool what the adaptive offer framework is, it can't talk about it as compelling and as interesting and make it sound different from some bloke over there with his offer framework. And that is really, really, really critical. One of the other things that we really struggle with, and we tested this quite a bit just before we started recording, which was about talking to the right level of experience of the audience. So we thought we would test this out. I'm not going to remember the exact words, but we would, we tested this out with um, learn how to be a gardener, like, so like a gardening-type program, like if you were selling a gardening online course or membership, right? And we thought we would test it to see if, you know, it's, it's learn gardening 101, start to be a gardener, that kind of angle. Put some stuff in, and it's spat out where, here's how you get started gardening. Would you like to learn how to garden and do lovely things in the garden and flowers and lovely? And we thought, okay, great. Now let's test it out on, this is for experienced gardeners, people who've already done a lot of gardening, and this is about how they can do take things to the next level. There was nothing that it spat out on that second time around about a more advanced gardener 
that would have actually worked because it still spoke to the most simplistic level. It still spat out words that were very much about the basics and getting started. So getting these things to understand where your audience is at, their level of experience and expertise, still is something that's really underdeveloped. And that all kind of relates to kind of how persuasive the copy is, I guess, Rob. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, we see a lot of email marketing that's just very bland. And it's just talking about the features and the benefits, as Kennedy mentioned earlier. It's just saying, would you like to learn how to garden? Great. Gardeners Monthly is a brand new membership site with cutting edge tutorials on how to do the gardening. And before long, you'll have a lovely green lawn and lots of flowers instead of weeds. And nobody cares. Nobody cares because it's got no personality to it. It's got no pizzazz. It's got nothing that makes it sound interesting. It's not copy that builds relationships. It's just fact-based. It's just, here's a thing, isn't it good? You should buy it now, go and buy it now. And it's actually leaving all of the heavy lifting to your sales page if these emails are even good enough to get them there. Again, these are the sort of really bland emails that somebody who hasn't done any research into their product or their audience would write, who hasn't thought about what their personality and what their brand values are, would naturally write. That's what it will spit out. And the truth is, this is a busy, packed world. It's just not good enough anymore. You just can't send emails like that and expect to get results. Yeah, and it's just not going to build those relationships. The problem is it's literally a bunch of facts, isn't it? They're just very fact-based emails. This is what you get. This is what the outcome is. There's nothing emotive. There's no really good adjectives in there which are written to be like copywritten persuasive things. And as you know from everything inside of the league, it's just as quick, if not quicker, honestly, to write your own email than it is to write out the initial input that you need to actually put into feed that artificial intelligence on its own, never mind having to sift through various versions and then edit it. It's just as quick to write your own. What is interesting about it is that let's imagine you sit down and you think, right, I'm going to launch this new membership today and I'm going to send seven emails over the next seven days. So you sit down and you go in and you put into the tool, um, launch a membership site about gardening and you hit the button, it'll spit out a bunch of emails and you pick the best one. And then you send that out to your list. And the next day you come along and you sit down and you say, um, video tutorials about gardening. You think maybe I'll maybe I'll pick out the video tutorials in my membership. So you hit a button, it spits out an, e- an email, you have to tweak it a little bit, and then you take it and you send that out. And then the next day you do the next one. Maybe it's a live Q&A call about gardening. And you do that. Your emails will not be getting better or more persuasive or handling objections or building the sales argument or conversation. They won't be stacking on top of each other to become more compelling. They're going to be the same because the tool doesn't know that you're building a journey of emails. It's not building a campaign of emails like the ones that you've got inside the league. It's building just one email at a time that it's spitting out and you take Mm. that and you go and run that and it's really difficult and we know because we've tested it with a bunch of them it's really hard to give it the right input to have the output to create a campaign like that so you're not building a sales conversation or taking your subscribers on a journey you're just spitting very similar emails at them day after day after day just because that's what the tool's giving out yeah that's it's not building the sales argument they're just in isolation and as all of us know singular solo emails do not work they don't have the same impact 
that's why we don't use them. So what we thought we'd do is, I'll have Rob read this out because dyslexia and stuff, um, is uh, is we set, we stuck into one of these tools, the phrase, it was something like, I'll get as close as I possibly can, the league is a membership which helps online course creators sell more of their sell more online courses with psychology-based email marketing. That's what we put in. Let's see what email it spat out at us. And this is like one of the this is the best example that we found in this tool. Yeah. This was the best possible result. <clears throat> Goes as follows. Are you sick of spending hours a day working on your emails? If you're like me, you're always looking for new ways to improve your business. And one of the best ways to do that is by learning about psychology. In this course, we'll teach you the psychology of how people respond to emails. We'll show you how to use it to create the best emails you've ever sent. You can also use this information to build better relationships with your clients. It's never been easier to send emails, and it's never been more important to understand why people respond the way that they do. That's the I mean, if you couldn't guess that was written by a robot, then you need your ears taken off. <laughs> the only thing I wanted to finish up with, uh, and just for calling, you'll get a free Parker pen. That's how I wanted that to, to wrap yes. up. That's what I was I waiting mean, for. And that was the best one. Yeah. I mean, that was the. We wanted to give them a fair shot. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't go anywhere. It talks around in circles. It doesn't really take us anywhere in terms of making an offer. It. it I mean, it's horrid. You could take half of that email out, and it would be as impactful. There's loads of wasted words that say absolutely nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And it, it, I mean that. And that it was it. That was the best example. What's interesting about it is the sentences make sense, but it doesn't mean <laughs> right. But it doesn't mean it's any good. No, it's still exactly. shit. That's like saying they're talking in a foreign language when you don't know the words. You can sort of say well, that makes sense, but I don't know what I'm saying. Um, in one of the bad examples that we saw, there was this paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we howled with laughter about this. Try, to, try mean, and get it out. Try and get it, it out. Sa- okay, it said go. the following sentence, the following paragraph. <clears throat> you see, right. I don't have any money to spend on marketing. That's where you come in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm skint, so you can give us some cash. <laughs> How about that? How, that's where I don't have any money. Enter first name, stage left. I mean, that's that's like literally what we're expecting. Enter, enter first name, stage left with trepidation. <laughs> so, uh, yes, that's me. <laughs> I don't have any. Anyway, uh, we don't have any podcast listeners or money. So, uh, listeners, that's where you come in. I mean, wow. Yes. Wow. Now, we did promise at the beginning that this was not an episode designed to bash the AI tools. And it it has probably come across as one. Now we've got to the end of it and I listen back in my head to what we've just said. It does sound like one. And it's not designed to. Like you said, we think AI has probably got a place and its place is in someone else's business. It probably has got a place and it's... (laughs) I couldn't resist. Um, And its place... It has got its place and uh, that's where you come in. (laughs) It has its place in writing super simple um, either springboards for like you to go and do something else with or like i said like we could give this to a a virtual assistant who's not massively clued up on our stuff we haven't got one but if we did if we had a va who wasn't massively clued up on our stuff um we could give them this and they could just put in a little like one sentence how to write subject lines and it would probably 
give them a paragraph that's good enough to like take it and do it. But this is not a, this is not a solution to outsourcing your email marketing. And in my opinion, our opinion, it's a really long way away from being anything close to that. And so mm. pay attention to AI. We should all be watching it. I think it's definitely going to do incredible things in the world, I'm sure. Terrifying things in the world too, but amazing things <laughs> in the world. It's not going to revolutionize email marketing anytime soon. Uh, totally. And and for now, I think your time's better off spent just right, right in the email. If, if you itself. aren't in the league and you want those tools uh, that all of our members are using to be able to do this stuff without using an AI tool, then just go and check it out. You can go to theleaguemembership.com. You can come ahead, come ahead and join us and hundreds of other business owners just like you who are selling more of their courses, memberships, coaching, things on the internet, like everything from cake to jewellery and everything in between. Um, using the emails kind of stuff that we talk about without using any of this AI stuff. Absolutely. So now it's time for this week's... Subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. So, Rob, uh, with subject line of the week, hurling it round, um, and we promise we'll not use an AI-generated one. Because we were going to do that. We actually pulled one up and we were like, none of these are subject lines. Anyway, uh, Rob, this week's subject line of the week. Uh, this one is uh, the best, that's where you come in, uh, that you can money can buy. <laughs> no, it's not really. Uh, this one is be less Marie, and the word Marie is in quotes. Always got to be a little bit careful when you do this, because... Um, if the person you're sending it to is called Marie, and it's very unlikely we don't have a Marie in our audience, um, then it is a little bit weird, as we found out in the past sending these emails. That's why I put it in quotes. Anyway, um, the story was about my friend Marie, who I used to work with at a radio station uh, back in the day, and I haven't seen her for like 10 years, and suddenly I'm sat in the hair salon having my hair done, and Marie walks in, and we used to, like, she was my best friend at that at that jo- at that sort of place that we sort of I mean I was only freelance but at that place where we worked and, uh, and then we suddenly lost touch and didn't see each other for ten years and it was all about you know let's don't don't ghost people don't ghost your subscribers was the sort of point of it so be less Marie I like that That's this week's subject line of the week subject line of the week I'd be really interested to hear if you've played around with any of these artificial intelligence writing tools and if you found them to be effective I'd love to see some good ones we've not found one yet so if you've got a corker of a bad one um, go and pop it into the free group uh, or the email marketing show community just head over to Facebook search for the email marketing show community join us in there we would love to see if you find a good one we'd love to see that too this is an open and fair debate um, you share a really good or a really bad uh, email generated by whatever AI tool you've been playing with. We'd love to see that. We would. Okay, if you haven't already, make sure you hit the subscribe button on your podcast player. Make sure you don't miss out next week's episode. We'll see you next Wednesday.